A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Sans Pants Radio. What's that over there? It's me telling you this is good. Big soft titty dot PNG. 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 Nice. Thanks, man. All the buttons are pressed on me. I'm crazy. Oh, another bad energy to start with. Somebody stop me. Okay. From ruining the podcast. Oh, um. <laughs> what do you reckon it would be like if the mask had a podcast? Um, a little like Aruga. I think it'd pretty much be Come Town, wouldn't it? I guess, yeah. Or I think is it would the, be is if the you mas- listen to Come Town on like one point seven five mm. speed. Is the mask woke or a hundred percent no? Oh, I think it's Wait, actually is son of the mask woke. Hmm, it's not total equal representation. Mm. Where's Daughter of the Mask? But also, like, um, The Mask, I don't think had anything overtly transphobic in it. So probably more woke than Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yeah, as far as Jim Carrey properties go, it's one. It's the second least transphobic. The second least... Wait. The second least transphobic. So I guess Let's- what I've said is the most least Transphobic. The first least transphobic is the least transphobic property, mm. which would be his beach house. Uh huh. Where, of course, it has all a welcome on a little sign out front. Okay. Probably the least transphobic Jim Carrey movie is. I'm just going to say I love you, Philip Morris, because it had queers in it. That's good. Hey, here's a fun thing about this podcast. Yeah. Every time we do it now, I'm reminded. Of the fact that our friends told us that someone like of quite important in the entertainment industry listens to the podcast and said, "Yeah, I love it. Demi's so great." And then her friends there too, and it makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, really good to have you. So good. I'm Tom, by the way. <laughs> we haven't met. But boy, is it going to be good when we do. Hey, friend, just let me take this for now. Okay, totally. I d- just he doesn't, he doesn't want you to look in him in his podcast eyes. Totally. Well, get me out of your ears. <laughs> sorry. Feel free to stick a finger in there, wiggle it around, and get that wax out. Looking in your podcast eyes. She's got those. Eyes. What a bad thing. <laughs> I think it's cool. Mm. But yeah, I... Oh. My mum used to tell me that that song was about um, a woman mooning a man. Really? Yeah. Because it said, looking in your big brown eyes. Mm. And I was like, she's only got one asshole, mum. 
And that's when you found out that your mum had one butthole in each cheek. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Kind of right at the top. One, like, a, like a novelty golf course. Yes. Um, just sort of a flesh valley that didn't end in an asshole. Mm. Asshole. Mm. A and fold that was just for fun. A f- just yeah. for hot dogging. <laughs> the, uh, the down cleavage. Yeah. yeah. And then perfectly positioned. That's what like I call nipples. duck tits also. That rules, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Honestly, now that we're back in the groove, mm. all of this is ro- all of that stuff about me being your friend is rolling off me like water off a duck's tit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, duck's tits are shaped. No, Actually, you, know, you okay, know, duck's you tits are shaped like buckets. So you must be really taking offense. <laughs> I'm very offended. Yeah. Uh, what about here's my new character, guy who wants to fuck ducks. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's water off a duck's glistening, soft, hard back. <laughs> Soft to touch, but so hard. Really, I don't even care. Muscle. It's it's water off a duck's moist pussy. <laughs> <laughs> moist five pussies. I think they have five. Yeah, it's like that uh, that old Takeshi's Castle thing where you had to pick which pussy to run into. And yeah. if you're wrong, you just bounce off. Yeah, if you're wrong, you revert to a fetus. Yeah, and you have to develop in there for nine months. How are you taking all the criticism? Oh, it's all right. It's just water off a duck's hard, beautiful. <laughs> It's just water off a duck's moist, glistening brown abs. It's beautiful, spiky abadabas. Well, you know what they say, the early bird gets the worm and it's powerful, beautiful talons <laughs> that it uses for grabbing I thought you were talking with. about some kind of scrapey worm. Oh, yeah. That would be good. If worms had legs, mm. just... Oh, okay. And I've realized I'm pitching centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> I already pitched centipedes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You were looking for a child-friendly reboot of the human centipede? Yes. You were like, well, what if we just have a nice scientist who makes a centipede? No, this is my bit. This is the guy who invented centipedes, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone loves cockroaches, so I made a bunch of them eat each other's assholes, and that's my animal. So many animals are just lines. Hmm. Snake, line. <laughs> lion, line, but spell bad. Yeah. <laughs> lion, mm, line typo. <laughs> mm. uh, sloth, five lines. Yeah. Sloth, Daniel with a lisp. <laughs> sloth. <laughs> that would. Imagine, Daniel Fourth! Imagine. Just before going on Conan, he trips, falls on his big. He trips on his big dick. Trip, trips on his big dick that gives has its, himself, that has its own kilt. Yes, gives himself like a, a bloody lip and has to do his big set with a with a, a lip. Yeah, that'd take him down. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Lost. I haven't seen him yet. A bird in the hand is worth two of its big bush. <laughs> Oh, honestly, uh, work's been pretty hard, but it's really... I oh, know. You know me. It's like water off a duck's beautiful back. Mm. You know how water... You know, it's just water off a beautiful duck's strong back. Mm. Yeah, you know, when in Rome, I'm going to fuck that duck. <laughs> I think I lost it. <laughs> no, you're doing so oh, I great. I think I did a really bad job. No, you didn't. It- oh. Oh, you know, we're going to use two bird 
bats to kill oh. one stone. Hey, ma- <laughs> <laughs> Not my stone. Uh-huh. Um, oh, man, you know, there's enough room to swing a cat in here into a fucking hot, horny duck. I can't wait to swing a cat around my head and then onto my penis. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, you know where the cat lives. One to show it off, and then one to really just hammer it home. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, cat! Look at my house and my dick. Yep. The lasso. That's just a line. A cowboy. That's not an animal, though. Yeah. What are you talking? A lasso. Yeah. That's not an animal. Yeah. That friend, that guy that helps the cowboy catch the cow. Oh. Dead snake. Dead snake. Oh. Dead helpful snake. Mm. You don't in the same way that you donate your body to science when you die. Snakes donate their bodies to cowboys. Mm, yeah, so they can be ropes. Bow, 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 bow. Snakes can be a rope, 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 rope. Hey cows, I am coming for you. Throwing this snake all over towards you. Gonna catch you and put you on the ground. I'm gonna throw my snake friend. You are gonna wear a frown. Hey cow, lie on your back. I'm gonna touch your tummy and tie this snake around your feet. All right, now we've been hearing a sniss sniss sniss. The snakey is my friend. Down, down. Down. <laughs> Down. Do you, could you tie cows like that? I thought it was just pigs, though. What, with a lasso? Mm, can you do cows? I think you can do cows. Do you do cows around the neck? I don't think you hog tie them because that's a technique that is specific. For to hogs. hogs. Uh, but cows are big can... hog. Cow big hog. Cow beef hog. Cows are beef hog. Cow beef hog. Mm. Pig, mm. pork cow. Mm. Yeah. Milk pig. Milk. That cow. Mm. Lady cow. Mm-mm. You ever had pig milk? No. It's I don't know what they're milking in there, but boy oh boy. <laughs> Ain't no cow. Pig milk is like almond milk. It's that you soak the pig for four days and then you grind it up. <laughs> put it through a coffee filter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a cafe uh, sometimes recently. Sometimes we can just enjoy things. Sometimes you can just slow down. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Smell the roses. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say smell the rove? Because the, the pause that you gave made me think that there was something that we were tapping deep into your psyche. <laughs> it's good to be in the same room as you. Yeah, I know. I've missed you so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Just slow down and smell the rove live. <laughs> <laughs> Smell the Rove McManus. What? And let's just take a break before we get to the the. Yeah. Yeah. The the. The the. Or thief. Yeah. The sounds like it sounds like a place that could have been in like ancient Rome, I guess. Yeah. Did I tell you about how I had tried goat milk? I wouldn't say it's the greatest of all time. It was fine. Tasted like a weird sheep. I mean, I don't think this stuff was even from a cow at all. 
Much less the greatest cow of all time. Oh! The GCOAT. Goat milk stands. Here. Goat milk stands for greatest of all time. Me, I like kissing. <laughs> greatest of all time, mother. I'd like to kiss. <laughs> mother. 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 Mm? Where are my morning sandals? And your night sandals, Tristan. Yes, but my ni- but where are my night morning sandals? The sandals I wear at night once Kathy has died. Oh, of course. There they are. They've just been hidden under your morning shawl. Mm. With, which is with a you. You really put the you in mourning. <laughs> because of your grief. <laughs> oh, my grief. You could bottle it. Mm-hmm. You could bottle it and I've done it. Oh, you're listening in headphones, aren't you? Yeah. You can <laughs> bottle it. <laughs> My grief. Is it? <laughs> yeah, go. I, I froze my tears uh-huh. into a square. I call it my hanker grief. And I wipe away. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a frozen square. <laughs> a frozen, so a two-dimensional object. It's my hanker grief. And, and that's it. So you're just rubbing yeah. a thin sheet of ice yes. on your face. Yeah. Salty I, ice. Yeah, because I can't. Like, I find it hard to cry tears at the appropriate times. So you just hold ice there until it melts. Yeah. And that also makes your skin red. Yes. So you look like you're crying at the appropriate times. Mm, yes. Marla. Tristan, mm-hmm. sorry. Two awful people came in. Where's my hooping stick? Hoop? Where's my hooping stick? Uh, I want to play Imagine It's a Pussy. Now, are you asking for your hoop and your stick or for Karen Hoopenstick, our lawyer? Karen Hoopenstick, I need to know whether the crime that I committed was... Mm, let's not say. All right, let me just call her up on the telephone. Buggering. Mm. Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> was I supposed to say it at the same time? <laughs> I just thought that you would. Our chemistry's been so off ever since I started going to bed at 7pm and you started going to bed at 7.05. Yes. All right, let me just get the rotary phone. All right. I think this phone has been cooked for too long. Oh, that's rotisserie. <laughs> Bring the rotisserie phone in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me just get the rotisserie phone. That phone's got an apple in its mouth. Mm-hmm. And you speak into the mouth. It's very intimate. <laughs> now come hold this hog. And the only thing that anyone hears on the other end is apple, 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 apple. Mm-hmm. From the rotisserie I freaking phone. love iPhones. Have you ever had... What? Pig on a spit. No. I remember... Actually, yes. Sorry, backing up. Um, yeah, Steen Raskopoulos's papu, his uh, granddaddy. Granddaddy. 
And I wish that wasn't the translation. Granddaddy, choke me. Oh, granddaddy, choke me, but with your trembling hand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that rules. That's me coming while granddaddy chokes me. Yeah, because you're getting shaken all around. Yeah, by the trembly hand. Mm-hmm. Granddaddy. Mm-hmm. Uses a drool as lube. That's good. And also, mm-hmm. he doesn't. You know you won't dry out because he can just take his IV out and yeah. stick it in your pussy. Yeah, and he, he takes his teeth out so I can suck him off. Oh, that's great. Not have him in the way. Yep. So wait, he takes his teeth out. So I can suck him off and not have his teeth in the way. Right. Are you getting lost and ending up in the teeth? <laughs> I mean, you're the, famous, you're the famous example of the saying, you can't see the penis for the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes I do it so good that he swallows them and they come out the dick and numb on my tongue. Oh, no. Yeah. And I hear other times you do, you do it so good that uh, he swallows his teeth and they all come out one after another like a, in a, in a, like a, like a space invaders yeah, shooting game. Yeah, it's a, it's a game. pellet gun mm. and I choke. Uh-oh. And the other times the head of his penis flips back and it's like a Pez dispenser? Yes, that's true. And That's the, how cum should be. That I was just going to say bricks, little bricks of cum come out. Yeah. out of And it's like Steve Austin's head at the end of the penis. Yes. <laughs> sorry, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sorry, sorry, Not sorry. Not the $6 sorry. million dollar man. Not lukewarm Stove Arston. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, somebody left the stone on. Stone cold. Sound of glass getting put back together. Ding, 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 ding. Wee. I'm ding, so ding. lost when, with what you're trying to say Stone to me. Stone cold the Steve Austin. I feel like you're getting lost. Stone cold Steve Austin. His theme famously starts with the glass breaking. Oh. So lukewarm Stove Austin. When you leave the stove on, <laughs> there's the sound of someone piecing oh a glass back. Together. Oh my god! Couldn't they just be blowing it's so a glass? Good being your friend. Ah, look at this ugly mouse. All right, doesn't it suck? That's so bad. So this is an Animal Crossing character. Yeah, that and don't I just come to I just home. hate it. I really don't want it to look. This is the thing. This one's called Chatter. Mm. Right, gender male, personality smug. Oh man, species mouse. Birthday December fifteenth. Yeah, good luck getting any fucking presents that aren't mistletoe related. You well, little bitch. good luck getting any presents at all with that smug personality of yours, you little bitch. My favorite thing is changing the um, phrase that the characters say either at the start or the end of um, like when you're talking to them. Mm. And um, my favorite so far is um, I think I think it's um, what's her name, Mary. I talk to Mary and the first thing that she says to me always, she starts all of our conversations with all caps, father, (laughs) (laughs) and then talks to me about what she wants to talk about. Another one is that I taught one of them to start all our conversations with, God be with you, and then ask what they need. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that you're keeping faith in your village. Yeah. Because as far as I'm aware, you're ruling this Animal Crossing uh, with some kind of iron paw. Mm, no, I'm a person. Right. So I'm a human being. Everyone else is an animal. You're ruling with an iron fist over regular paws. Yes. Mm. I'm ruling with an iron fist. It's mm. so flat and hurts. Really? What? Yes. Hurts Got- ironing that hand? Yeah. Um, and I Make the hand all hot and made straight. Hand all hot, but I need it to be flat. Mm. For my rulings. Mm-hmm. And to slide it perfectly down the middle of your crack like you're swiping a credit card. Yeah, I need a flat Stanley in my hand. That's to... how I wipe now. Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. I put my hand in the in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I 
get it, and I get it nice and covered in covered in toilet, and I put the hand in ass, and you and, t- tip and a then, full bottle of toilet on my hand. Then I make sure to then do the shit yeah. because it's ready for it. Yeah. I lure the turds out. Yeah. Break. Ding ling ling ling. What's that? A bell? A door? Now I've seen everything. God, it's been a rough day already, and now I encounter this door and bell. Let me just check if it still works. Ding a ling a ling a ling ling a ling. Damn. Galing a ling. Things you learn in this city. Well, now to enter the bar and (laughs) sit down. Hey, stranger. Hey, barkeep. I'll have one glass. All right, coming up. Welcome to the 22 Bums. My bar. I used to come here before I moved away. Mm. Back then it was called the 21 Bums. Mm. Yeah, that was before we got our 22nd bum. (laughs) I get it, pal. How do you know my name was Bal? Well, you're wearing that name tag. Yeah. And I. It's just got a. Yeah, but my name tag's just got a picture of my face. Yeah. I used that, looked at that, cross referenced it with the face in front of me, said, that looks like a (laughs) Bal. And if I'm not wrong, sure for Balenciaga? It's true. Mmm. Damn. Expensive looking face and a cool looking body. Here's your glass. Thanks. I guess I'll fill that with something later. Cool. Let me start off with this. Do you have a bird you need to feed somewhere? No. Don't get me started. Okay. Goodbye. All right. See you. Squeaky. God, I wish he'd come back. Would really love to unburden my soul with the stories that have happened to me over the course of my life. Which has been a storied one. Man, I've been in the Navy. And who could forget when I invented that hideous car? ding a ling Oh, somebody help me. Oh, hey, don't worry. It's a bell on top of the door. Oh, God. Oh, I was so scared I was being chased by another big cat. No, no, no. It's an unrelated bell. Although you might be being chased by a big... Brow! Oh, let me... Paff. Did you just yell Paff at my cat? Yeah, spooked it, didn't I? Away it goes. Spooked it is... Oh. (laughs) He went immediately out of the character. What do I do now? Do I come back in? Chicky, oh, the bartender's back. (laughs) It's me, Belle. Hey, Belle. Balenciaga, I'd like to meet my new friend. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. It's Balenciaga. Your name's also Balenciaga? Yes. Damn. What a world, huh? Gosh. Let me tell you something this reminds me of. Oh, I'm sorry, can I buy you a drink? Okay. That's where you're wrong, I'm broke. But <laughs> treat yourself to a sit. I love this city. <laughs> bad idea on my part. I moved here in <laughs> trousers. Yeah, pants. <laughs> a few years later I found myself a shirt and boy, then I was going strong. A shirt and boy? Mm-hmm. 
What'd you do with them? Well, put the shirt on the boy, because otherwise it's indecent for me to be hanging around him. <laughs> Mind you, I was 37 at this time. Mm. Already well into my 40s. I was lying when I said I was 37 before. <laughs> so, I know what you're thinking. Gah. I had it all. A shirt, a boy. <laughs> Pants. <laughs> that wasn't the case. Things are bad at home. I mean, you know where I lived. Uh-huh. Mm, barge. <laughs> Big flat boat. <laughs> Trash barge. Trash barge. Of course, that was before it was used to carry garbage. It was only used to carry uh, refuse back I th- then. <laughs> I thought there was a uh, lovable character for one of my favorite cartoons. Trash Bimpsons. Oh, you're referring, of course, to the overworked mother with a tall hairdo of trash. Trash Wait, yeah, no, it's all coming back to me. I love the Trash Bimpsons. I mean, the latest seasons. uh, But, oh, her famous crash phrase. Stop this bit. And what was her? I'm sorry, ma'am. You can leave whenever you'd like. Okay, bye. What was her husband called? And my new friend, also Balenciaga, Peter Griffin. Oh, Peter Griffin. He'd always say, "I'm a family." <laughs> Wouldn't he? And of course, that baby, <laughs> that dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sweating. Break. Oh. Okay, now let's do Jared Leto joke a laugh, but taking a turn on each one. So you start. Okay. I'm Jared. <laughs> I'm fucking damaged. Uh, you ever uh, seen Mr. Nobody, uh, though? No. It's a fucking god my vai. Really? It's a fucking god my vai. Does this star Jared Leto, or are you bringing up, or does it star Jared Leto's Joker? <laughs> That'd be great if they could start casting Jared Leto's Joker or Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool in I other see flicks. you lying next to me. With words I thought I'd never speak Awake and unafraid Asleep or dead I hope that's Jared Leto in My Chemical Romance Is it? My Chemical Romance is Is it the other one? No, yeah, that's Jared Leto, Jar- dude Oh, tits Jared Leto oh, is tits 30 on seconds fire. Tits oh, on fire Oh, piss in a tit Oh, the fucking milk in oh, me tits oh, gone liquid again Oh, turn me teeth into nipples, I'm angry Shake me round till my fucking tit out cheese Oh no, both me eyes are fuck milk Oh, God, that's fuck cum. me That's cum Yeah, that's, it's hey, cum that's cum. Hey, if there's one thing we want everyone to agree on, that's freaking cum, that's baby. That's freaking cum, baby. Ah. 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 
Do you think that Jared Leto's Joker put all those knives around him in a circle himself or did he get like an intern to do it? I think he stumbled into a building and was like, what the fuck, Insta-op? Oh my God, would you look at this place? Hey, did you say his voice is just like his laugh voice? Hey, Uh, look at these knives. Margot Robbie acting Uh, across from him would have been the best thing to watch. God, can Just you her imagine? being like, I guess this is after I played Tonya Harding, you get to play the jokester. But literally everybody playing across from the Joker as well. Yeah. Also, she's great. I remember I had an ex who was like, she took her tits out in like the first feature film she was in, fucking mistake. And I was like, cool, you're a man. Shush. Yeah, as if I wouldn't do that. Like, wh- obviously. Meh. And also, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Buh. 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 Oh, welcome to BigSoftTitty.png, a podcast, podcast for, for heroes. heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Please edit the rest of it down so I sound funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> I always thought that was such a fun thing to do. You know, I've realized warm rec- up for your voice. Really? Yeah, if you don't have time to do like sirens or anything, just uh. sitting there and going. Is a genuinely good warm up for your voice. Like if you just don't have time, and that's good because it scares people away from you and means you don't have to do the show because you sound it's, like someone opening a door from yeah, the grudge or yeah, something. It's good because it it turns your throat into a magnet for scared kicks. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the people around because you. everyone's just gonna launch a flurry of heels at you. Yeah, demon, aim for the neck. Adam Apple, because you're glowing there because it's so warm. But they're like weak spot. Mm. Kick. Mm-hmm-hmm. Kick, kick, kick. What's the first video game you remember finishing? Oh, it was absolutely, um, oh, well, I was going to say, it, it's Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Finished that, but over- Defeated Bowser? You- D- remembering the moment of, like, throwing Bowser into the thing? Oh, that, and then also, like, getting all the stars and, like, completely finishing it. Wow, visiting Yoshi on the roof of the castle? Absolutely. Um, Great. So I did that on Nintendo 64, but before then- I The 64th did, Nintendo. I did have a small, like- Fuck, what was it even? It was a Game & Watch <gasps> that was my dad's from a million years ago. And we were like, is this going to work? And we put new batteries in. And it was literally just like Mr. Game & Watch. And it was fire. You know the game Fire? Yeah, the trampoline just, one? Yeah, just you have to catch bouncing people, who are people out of a building. Up. Yeah. I remember, I mean, it was impossible to finish. But I remember getting a high score and being like, hey, dad, suck my tit. <laughs> Idiot. I beat you. Hey, Dad, you're a little bitch. Hello, Padre. Hey, Padre. I win. I win a relay punch. I think a good power move would be doing vocal exercises just so you can call your father a bitch. Bitch. Uh, tip of the tongue, teeth and lips. And Dad, she's you're get- a bitch. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, you're a bit of a bitch. bitch. Dad, you are a little bitch. You're doing a racist accent. (laughs) Mine's getting so much more African. Like African. Dad, you're a little. Yeah, no, all of them. Dad. Yeah, see, you're getting a little bit. Parts of the Caribbean. Dad, what would I love you do? See, that's. What would all of you do if you found out your dad was a little bitch? See, that's just the parts of the dad, thing. Dad, 
of the Caribbean. I'm a million crabs. Okay, that's what crab would lady. What I love you do? From Car- Pirates of the or Caribbean. Or just crab lady? Is that what you think? Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. They go into the house and trying to save Jack Sparrow. He this sea is full wife. of crabs. Mm-hmm. He hits his wife in the real world, not in the movie. Doesn't have a wife in the movie, but in real life he hits his wife. Johnny Depp is a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Barbosa wasn't the nicest guy. Jeffrey Rush is a bit of a creep, but allegedly so. And also, if I sing it, this falls under satire and I can't be sued. But the lawsuit against him made me feel a certain way. Australia has very strong defamation laws. Goodbye. How many people in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise have been cancelled? Um, I think I could fart now. Should I? Do you need to? Why are you trying to not? I could. Do you want to? Yeah, I'm going to have to over the course of the record. Should I do it on mic? You can do it now. No, not on the mic, but please, no, no, could no. you go in there? Because sometimes it fucks the room up real yeah, bad sure. for me. All right. Yeah. Do you want me to fill? No, no, no. It's oh, okay. You're going to take The cord's long enough. You can take it in with you. Yeah, yeah. I'll just well, open the door and done? I'll go outside. You made a rat king of cords there. It's fine. Here, I'm just going to yeah, put my butt outside. So that you, it doesn't yeah, okay. get trapped. All right. And fart in, like, into the room with your God, bare God, I hope my parents don't walk into my, uh, in on me them. doing this. Please don't. You doing it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear your butt just say the word, squirt it? <laughs> I don't feel good. Squirt it. I thought it would feel good to get it out, but don't feel like a hero at all. Break. <laughs> <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
And those are the good years in the 20th century. All right, uh, I've got to say. Okay. I've got a good segment for us. Actually, I take back good. I don't oh. know if it's good. Tell this me. is History Minute. History Minute. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, we 10, can't 11, count again. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, what do you think he wants? What, what should we give him? When he came into the cave, yes. holding hat with torch on head. Hat, what? Holding, holding hat. Yeah. And torch on head. He wanted to finish song. Finish song? Yeah. And we'll trick him or make happy with you. Yeah. We ask him riddle. Now, just before we get to the end, I do want to say I'm very excited for Tom's new segment. All right. And honestly, I have no idea what it's going to be. And I look forward to finding out. Tom? Yep. Sorry, look at me in the face, please, quickly. All right. Yep. I'm really excited to see what you do. And I'm really proud of you. Great. And I love you. Thank you. Tom? I love you. What? Yes. I am. What? Very happy. Yes. It's it, your eyes. Oh, that was an edit for sure. Sixty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are talking about General Gregor McGregor. Don't. It's the history minute. That's the sequel. <laughs> the history two minutes. History uh, two minutes. We are talking about General Gregor McGregor, the mm. great great nephew of Scottish outlaw turned folk hero Rob Fred Roy. McFred. <laughs> You're honestly pretty close. Yeah. His name is Gregor McGregor. 
his great-great-nephew of Rob Roy. They basically Ah. had three names to share around. Yeah. And Fred McFred definitely exists. Should have been Rob Grob. Mm, That's butter. That's That's butter. butter. (laughs) Dude, that grind, that's butter. That was butter. I remember playing a game called- Someone draw the shirt. That's I remember butter. playing hey, a man. game called Amped where the mm. good thing that you, it was a snowboarding game and the good thing that they would say about grinds if you nailed it was yeah. like oh butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was the the snowboarding equivalent of a manual is called buttering. Ugh. Anyway. Someone make this shirt though. Oh, um <laughs> I remember playing a game also. Oh, yeah. Fucking fill me in. It was called Ant. And it was about a woman that you dearly love dying at the age of 53 of a heart attack because of her blood clotting medication ruining another part of medication that she took from a different doctor. Yeah, right. And then was Yvonne. I played a game called Sim Ant yeah. where that happened to a colony of ants that I maintained and then unfortunately they would all get attacked by different medications that interfered with the medications that they were already taking. Yeah. So I, I also- So you kept- kind of manage a colony of Yvonne's yeah. and get one Yvonne- that was giving birth to all the others and you would have to keep her protected. Yes. You've been talking a lot about your Aunt Yvonne lately. <laughs> she, was really, she was really cool before she died. Yeah. And you she would think it's funny if I was talking about it. Was still cool after she died, I reckon. She is still cool, but she was really, like, before she died, she was super alive. But she certainly stopped turning up to shit. She, yes. She's I not putting herself out there. This is whack. Like, she died and I, I was like. Fuck, I, I love Tom's history, man. I got to the house and my sister was, like, crying and she was like, anyone's dead. Like, that's how she said it. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. And at that moment, I didn't know, like, how to feel a thing. So, I was like, look sad. And then I looked sad. Man, this I, sounds like me. And then I was, like, so worried because I was like, it, because it was all, like, happening then. And I was like, what the fuck? And I hadn't even expected it. I just mm. didn't know how to feel a thing. So, I remember trying to, like look out the back door to see the stretcher taking her body away oh. to be like, I just want, like, I want to see something that'll shock me into crying. Yeah. And I didn't do it. And then I remember someone saw me, like, trying to look and they were like, Demi, what are you doing? And I was like, just trying to feel. Just trying to see a ghost. Yeah. Mm. I get that. There is a weird thing where after you have, like, a intensely emotional moment but don't feel anything and you're yeah. kind of waiting until something just Breaks the bubble that is like, yeah. oh, finally, I'm crying like a normal person. Yeah, her funeral was good for that, but f- funerals are so manipulative either way. Funerals are very manipulative. Malipulative. Funerals are very manipulative. Yeah. Um, did I tell you about- She got shot in the face, didn't she? And she became an advocate for young girls everywhere getting an education. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> of course, talking about the young UN, a young person of the year, manipulative. Uh, a friend of mine had their mum cool. die. Oh, no. Oh, and I should have waited. Yeah, oh, my God. Dude, you couldn't be more wrong. Fuck, a friend man. of mine had, them, had their mum die and then was in charge of their funeral and was like, well, I'm going to play my mum's favourite song at her funeral. But that meant Honestly. Oh, no. Her mum's favourite song was Girl from Ipanema. And everybody in the room started descending. <laughs> yeah, the coffin is going down to hell. Oh We're God. all going up to heaven. Oh, fuck. Brutal. Beep, beedy, beedy, beep, 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 Yeah. Uh, I had something else fun to say about my 
aunt, but I can't remember. It was about how funny she was. You like your aunt a lot. I loved it. She was fucking awesome. Still do love it. She's dope. Yeah. But it wasn't, no, it was something else. It was funny. Good. Well, we'll continue with the history minute and hopefully we'll yeah. catch up with it. Okay. All right. History. All right. General Gregor McGregor, born Christmas Eve 1786 and Glengyle on the north shore of Loch Katrine in Stirlingshire, Scotland. In 1803, at the age of 16, he joined the army and joined the 57th Regiment of Foot. <laughs> he, uh, his family brought the position of ensign for 450 pounds, which comes out to uh, uh, either 23,000 or 41,000 pounds, determining, depending on the calculator you use. Foot. Yes, Demi. Foot. Yes. Wee. The regiment of foot. But also pounds is there. double that for Australian money and for most American money, I guess. Yeah, I, I ran it through a bunch of different algorithms. Uh, in 1804, one year into his career, he was promoted to lieutenant, which would usually take three years. He was pro-demoted? He was pro-demoted. He was pro-demoted to lieutenant. <laughs> In 1805. Walker, Mylan, Lee's Louboutins. Okay. You know that meme? Uh, no. But please explain <laughs> it to me. I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. Okay. Uh, he got married. Two months after he was married, he realized the next rank. Captain. He got married two months after he was married? No. Pardon me. He got married oh. to Maria Bowater. <laughs> She was related to two generals, a member of parliament, and the prominent botanist Aylmer Burke Lambert. Yeah, botanist. It's an expert on bottons. Yes, it is. On your shirt. An expert on on (laughs) opening and closing of bottons. If you ever want someone to explain to you why you really want a zipper fly... A botanist is the place to go. Hey, what's what was that person's name that I kept laughing at before that we were talking about with your parents? Bottom Wetham. <laughs> what was their first name? If you can't say it because it adopts I'm them. Not gonna, I'm not well, going to say it. What did it rhyme with? It was, uh, I'm not going to say it. Mouth it to me. Lalbid. Oh, my God. Is it Lalbid? David Bottom Wetham. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Uh, Lalbid bottom with Okay. Lalbid, Tom said to me. Yes, I did. I took Demi aside and I said, speak not a word of this to anyone. Yeah, and I haven't. Lest a curse fall upon our houses. I'm just speaking in those little recording room. Two months after he was married to Maria Bowater, he realized the next rank captain would have a ra- wait for seven years to be up for the promotion. So he bought the station for 900 pounds. If you move the computer because you thought I was reading, mm. I'm well past caring about reading ahead. I was positioning it so I could see it. Oh, then disregard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he had... So he realised seven years till... At this point, he had paid basically his way into the rank of captain. Okay. Which was usual Why? in those days. Was he a weakling? Well, he was just a guy in the military, and he had a family with a bit of money, so they basically buy their way up the ranks. And that's they, so you weird, buy yourself though. a career in the military, which is weird. But that's so weird, though, because of all it, the things it was that should like, be merit based. Like the whole thing, like, yes, merit based. But, like, the other thing is that, like, initially it was like the military and the army and just like everything to do with armed forces used to be the way to, to gain wealth. Yes. You know? And oh, then, from looting and shit? Well, from looting and also from just, like, accolades and gaining connections and stuff. Like, that was the whole thing about fucking uh, uh, Hamilton. Like, 
go go make yourself a name and get money because yeah. otherwise you're a Go shitty. make yourself a name. Make get it not the money. same as H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N-I. Alexander Hamilton because that is mine. I'm a It's bad if we do it at the same time. Yeah. In 1809, basically he got obsessed with dress, rank insignia, and medals. That was the forefront of his uh, dress uniform. Loves dresses. Which I believe is a very elaborate form of uniform that is not particular to being a dress. Dress robes. Dress robes. Dress robes, sure. Uh, Jenny, I think mum sent me a parcel it was meant for you. Mm. Hey, that's all me. I'm not wearing that. See this. That's famously wrong Weasley. Wrong Weebly. In, eight, in 1809, he was fired. <laughs> he requested his discharge from the army after he got in a disagreement with a senior officer over an unrecorded trivial matter, which then escalated to the point where he was sent to serve under the Portuguese army. I thought that my dick looked real pretty, and he said it did. Yeah. He said it did. I said my balls make my dick look good. He said your dick make your balls look good. I couldn't work out whether he was insulting me. And now it turns out we are best friends. We kiss on the lips, but I couldn't make amends. Also, congratulations to both of us for those pinpoint Scottish accents. Yeah. In 1810, he requested his discharge. The discharge was granted, and he was refunded £13.50. My name is Daniel Ross. For the ranks of ensign and captain. Ensign and captain. Now, this is notable. In 1811, the 57th Regiment of Foot was involved in the Battle of Albuera, where they would... Everybody should get divorced. I'm Daniel Schloss. (laughs) In the Battle of Albuera, where they were decimated. Do you ever think about the fact that all I had a girlfriend, she was a bit mental... Don't you think it's mad? Everybody oh, you fall in love? I, I taught a child to be mean to a horse. I'm dead Of the 600 men in the regiment, of the regiment of foot, 442 of them were killed. Out of 600, did you say? Yes. They out held the line. And... Out of 600 men, 442 were killed. The so commanding 158 officer. 158 survived. Yes. The commanding officer, uh, Colonel William Inglis, was hit in the chest and neck early in the battle, and he refused to be- By bullets? Yes. Oh, Oh, wait. Actually, it says here that someone just ran up to him and punched him really hard. Man, that sucks, man. And then he was like, I got to take the day off. I'm sorry, guys. Can you imagine if bullets were shaped like little fists and feet? Mm. Be embarrassing. It'd be so embarrassing. It'd be so embarrassing to be taken out by a foot rather than a fist. Yeah. I would shape them like a kisses. No, that's nice. Like a kiss. The commanding officer, Colonel Willem Inglis, was hit in the chest and neck early. He refused to be carried to the rear and lay where he fell, yelling out, Die hard, the 57th. Die hard. There were actually only five of them, and the fifth one wasn't actually very good because he went to Russia, Mm. and his son... Uh, was part of, he was like a Russian spy and his daughter didn't speak to him anymore. Yeah, as and I actually, re- wait, didn't... I'm just looking into this now and it looks like, yeah, the re- 57th Regiment of Foot, the second one was okay, but kind of no, not the in second... the same vein. No, as no, no, the... no, 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 the second one wasn't even okay. It oh, sucked. yeah, I'm looking third at one, right first now, one and, and the third, first regiment man. and third regiment were great. Fourth regiment was fine, second regiment sucked. Mm. Fifth one was like, the 57th did not break and they played a pivotal role in the battle. They earned the nickname the Diehards. Bear in mind, this is. Now, what is Diehard? 
it is a term. So, like that movie Spy Hard, the wi- that weird. It's like Al this movie Spy it. Kids. Is it like the movie Spy Kids? Yep. The boy from Spy Kids married Megan Trainer. That is fucked. He is fucked by her several. <laughs> he is fucked by her several. Yes, several times. No, several. Several. At 23, McGregor and his wife moved to Edinburgh. He assumes the Nobody title. Nobody should be married. <laughs> I'm Dago Slog. I can't wait to take in the Thriving Fringe Festival. Can't my dad do two shows and keep up all so much money that I make? He assumed the title of Colonel, a rank that he never had in the army. He wore the badge of a Portuguese knightly order, which he had not earned. He had just served in the Portuguese army. knightly. Please (laughs) do not... Talk while yawning into the microphone while I'm wearing headphones. Okay, fine. You know what? We're at 50 minutes and 45 seconds. It's obviously going to get edited down. We can end the podcast here. No, what the fuck? No, I want to hear the rest. Okay. Fuck you for getting angry. Just No, just don't talk while yawning. Okay, get, get all your yawns out. Kira Knightley. Yes. A regiment. What I can't remember. What you, Kira Knightley. Yep, you're right. Was there? Back to Pirates of the Caribbean. Back to Pirates of the Caribbean. What would I love you do? To rescue Whitty Jack and him precious pearl. No, she wasn't that. You sound like Herbert using a water pick. What's a water pick? It's like a pick that you use to get the grunk out of your teeth. Oh, I sound. I'm opening it's my mouth too more, much. Yeah. What mm. would I love you do? This is your one ta- impression. To rescue witty Jack <laughs> and precious pearl. And whenever you're called into an audition and asked if you do accents, yeah. this is what you do? Yeah, this is what I do. Uh-huh. Like, I will not black up, but I will mostly just vocally. Yeah. That's so cool also that in Australia we'll just... you have to specify if you will or won't back up. It comes after name, height, mm. and representation, yeah. willingness to black up. Yeah. Would just yell to the ends of the earth. I got to be honest with you. I'm like two months without ad bookings from saying we'll black up. You reckon? Mm. I probably wouldn't. I'm pretty woke. Yeah, I don't know. But how are they going to recognize me under that? Tall. There's a lot of tall racists out there. Name one. Name one. Uh, Will Anderson. I oh, mean, oh, no. Uh, he moved to Edinburgh. He failed to attain high social status despite touring the city in a bright and extravagant coach. <gasps> that seemed to be his sole plan, was oh basically lie about his rank. and In a pink get, car. Get driven around in a Barbie dream car. <laughs> he moved back to London in 1811, where he claimed to be the chieftain of the McGregor clan, which he was not. London. London. The chimney oh, sweep capital of the world. I won't make everybody divorce. <laughs> I'm London Daniels. <laughs> he claimed to be the chieftain of the McGregor clan and to be a baronet. Now, a baronet is a, like, it's just below baron and it's abbreviation, I found out. Because I was like, what is a baronet? Its abbreviation is Bart. Bartholomew? I guess. 
A female baronet is a baronetess. It's a steadily phased out form of weird nobility. It. You can't just take it and then expect us to add on to the et. It's nuts, right? Anyway, in December 1811, after six years of marriage, Maria McGregor died. <laughs> this lost Gregor McGregor, the support of the Boata family, and his primary source of income, which was being Maria's husband. <laughs> He didn't want to return home and work on the farm, the family farm, but he couldn't go back to the British military. Thankfully, the Venezuelan War of Independence was happening. Oh, thank God. Uh Uh-huh. In that same year, Venezuelan Revolutionary General Francisco de Miranda had visited London and had been honoured by high society as an explorer and revolutionary. Gregor saw this, maybe even met Miranda, and decided he would also be an explorer and, most importantly, return to London to celebrity and fame. Celebrity. Yes. He sold and pain. He sold the estate he inherited from his father and left Europe. And in April 1812, arrived in Venezuela as Sir Gregor, again claiming he was a knight of the Portuguese Order of Christ. Gregor. 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 He got appointed by Miranda to uh, lead a, a cavalry battalion. And he'd stop pretending to be a baronet because he thought this would hurt his standing as a revolutionary in the army. He rose to the rank of brigadier general. You are looking at me with the dead <laughs> eyes. I'm just waiting to see where this is heading. Okay, good. Well, fantastic news. So, let's meet General McGregor after no about eight years of scamming his way. In 1819, where he is going by the title Brigadier General of the United Provinces of New Granada and Venezuela and General-in-Chief of the Armies of the Two Floridas. He had just led 200 men to the island of Amelia, an island off Florida's east coast, measuring 21 kilometres by 6 kilometres, and taken it off the Spanish who fled at his approach. He raised his own flag. The green, clo- the green Cross of Florida. Cool Gregor, skateboard man. Flag. Yes. Gregor with the big dick on him way, coming in down and do it every day. Scamming my way downtown, my name's Gregor. I raise my flag and I punch you. I don't feel good about history, minute. I love it. Okay. Please keep going. All right. I really like this is the thing. I really fucking love this guy. I'm Keep obsessed going. with him. I want to know about him. All right. He raised his own flag, the Green Cross of Florida. He's obsessed with green crosses. That's the thing you gotta know about Flo this. Flow rider? Flow rider. Mm. He proclaimed the Republic of the Floridas to the island of Amelia, which was an island of almost only pirates who raided the water around the ports. He printed Amelia dollars to pay his troops and then Um then stopped paying. Hey, I got them. some Drimble Bucks. Yes. Genuinely that. You can spend them on me. He he printed those, but then after a while of printing Amelia dollars, he stopped paying them at all. Three months after the Green Cross was raised, the Spanish started massing to take Amelia back, and McGregor announced that he had been deceived by his friends, and he left the island to a booing crowd of his own troops. The troops that he left there would then successfully defend the island without him. Oh, sorry. Can I just really quickly, because I read ahead a little bit in your notes just now. Um, yeah. He then tripped over his own tiny dick, which had fallen off onto the floor, um, and farted right in his own face. 
with his long, long bum that reached right over his own forehead like a fringe. You know what? He did that, but that wasn't in my notes. What's next in my notes is he went to the Bahamas and got medals made that said Amelia Wenny Weedy Weeky underneath a green cross. He returned to London where he claimed to have sold the island of Amelia for $50,000 instead of abandoning it and then having his abandoned troops win a battle for it. He picked up a commission from the Venezuelan Republic to fight the Spanish, spent the $1,000 they gave him almost immediately, raised more money by selling- On a new bigger dick that he tripped over twice and then farted right into his own mouth and his teeth turned into little fart goblins. Well, unfortunately, the dick was still attached to the man he bought it from. Oh, man. But he technically owned it. It's like buying a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd love to buy a bridge. It'd be so cool. Imagine how much respect you get as a bridge owner. Take it to the bridge. He spent the $1,000 he gave him, uh, raised more money by selling ranks in his army, and then set sail to fight the Spanish in New Granada, which is a conglomerate of states heading towards modern-day Panama, on a former Navy brigantine called Hero. From Heroes. Yeah. He travelled through time. Yeah, sorry, he was on Hayden Panettier. Is that his name? Mm, Sure. Sounds like it is for sure that. On 1819, on the 9th of April, Gregor McGregor and his his forces, about 200 men, landed at night, outmaneuvered a group of Spanish defenders. God, I fucked up so bad. <laughs> Demi, I fucked up so bad. I said defenders. Outmaneuvered a group of Spanish. Oh, man. Oh, I want to no. die. Sparrows. Well, the fembers. Outmaneuvered. Um, you should get a divorce. <laughs> a group of Spanish defenders and marched into the city of Portobello without a fight. Like a mushroom. Yes. Cloud. But during this time, McGregor watched from a ship. When they raised a signal of victory, he quickly came ashore and gave a speech. His second in command urged him to march on Panama City, but McGregor devoted most of his attention to a chivalric order he was designing. The particulars that he got across were that it would be based around a green cross. So he just fucking loves these green crosses, man. He spent long enough drafting up his cool new green cross medal that his troops mutinied until he paid each of them $20, and then they just stopped patrolling. Spanish troops marched into the city where they found McGregor's soldiers conducting drills in the square. At the sound of gunfire, McGregor woke up, threw his bed and blankets from his window to a beach below, then attempted to paddle out to his waiting ship on a log. He passed out and almost drowned, but one of his naval officers saw him and brought him aboard the hero. Why? He'd left his second-in-command and his 200 men in the fort of Portobello. They were keeping up a steady fight against the Spanish, waiting for McGregor to fire on the fort from his ships. Instead, McGregor ran. Of course. He turned his ships to the sea, and all the men inside were captured, killed, or captured and killed. Oh, my God. At sea... McGregor gave his men new titles and decorations and planned for his next expedition. 
He gave out a lot of titles and his fancy new medal. He had a disagreement with an officer called Hudson, the captain and owner of the hero. But when Hudson fell ill, McGregor put him ashore in Haiti, explaining to the authorities that his drunkenness, insanity and mutiny meant that the hero now belonged to McGregor. And he renamed it from the hero to El McGregor. A few days later, El McGregor was found to be unseaworthy and was sold for scrap. They decided to liberate the, for- uh, the fort of New Granada, gathered a group of 900 men, then hesitated, leaving the men without pay, order, or rations, leading them to dwindle to 250 men, where he decided to <laughs> reroute his forces and focus on Rio de la Hacha, a smaller town. He ordered a night landing, saying that when they were ashore, he would take personal command. His forces night landed, and then night waited for two hours. Is that long? When you're waiting to attack a town, yes. Ah. McGregor did not appear. They were attacked by a large Spanish force without their leader. They repelled the Spanish force. Oh, that Spanish force. They captured the town and raised their flag over the battlements. And McGregor, who is still watching from his ship, refused to land, believing the flag was a trap. Does this guy fucking rule? No. No, Tom. He's no, he sucks. <laughs> hey, Tom, no. Yeah. He sucks really bad. I know for some reason, just in your heart of hearts and your core of core of souls, you idolize cowards for some reason. But no, he sucks really bad. McGregor sucks so bad, like as a human being. Dude, he stayed at sea until the officer who'd led the invasion in his stead rode back to the ship and told him the, sh- the invasion was a success and he needed to come ashore. He then waited a full day of deliberating until he finally came to the town and when he did, his own troops booed and spat on him. Anyway, he landed at the town, was unable to lead. His troops uh, descended into confused drunkenness and Spanish forces just began to surround the town. The officers who'd led the invasion fled on a captured Spanish galleon, seeing that McGregor was in no position to lead any kind of opposition and taking with them five officers and 27 soldiers. The day after that, McGregor gathered all his remaining officers and gave them a long speech that ended with the promotions to their bravery and loyalty, capped with presenting them with a green cross. He then escorted green the Green Cross? Yeah. The famous Chivalric Order. And as if that honour wasn't enough, he yes. then volunteered to escort the women and children present to a ship to see them off safely. Oh. And then he immediately got on a ship called the Amelia and he fled and everyone remaining in the town was killed. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he fed the ship to a dog. (laughs) And then blamed the dog for dying after eating a whole ship. He found a mermaid and he rowed her to safety and then pulled off both her tits by accident. Oops. You didn't make these for McGregor touching. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this guy. He sounds like the biggest fuck up of all time. He sounds like Zack Zucker cubed. You haven't even gotten to the point where he sold fake deeds in a city of gold. Does he still go after this? I don't have the shit written down, but boy, does he still go. All right, we'll do it next time on Next Bad Tom History Time. <laughs> <laughs>
Tom's big history pet pet pet. I feel very exposed and vulnerable. Oh, I love from that. attempting. I loved it so much. Oh, tune in next week on the shitty dollop. And now, the end of the show. Hey, I don't know if you guys caught it, but in between the last chunk and now, we had dinner with my parents, and my parents really, for some reason, get you fucking drunk. Love getting us tiorent. Yars. So, thank we you. We have to- shows in Melbourne. Please. Oh, um, yeah. We're going to do a live show. It's going to be free. Um, You'll have to do something stupid to get in, but we'll find a venue. Um, yeah, we still haven't found a venue, so we got to fucking get on that. Whatever. i got to send some emails or some bullshit. Nah. Uh, right. We'll see you there. Come to our shows in Melbourne, please. Thank you to my dad, Ben Margera. I've yes. got pins that are going to be for sale soon. They're very beautiful. We have a tape that has the full year of the podcast on it. Uh, please go and see Demi and Ditch Reach 800. My show is called Very, Very, Very. very. Please go see it. Tom's bless. show is incredible this year. I love you. Goodbye. Thanks, Bye. Thanks Bam. My dad.